Thank you all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Shout out to all of our sponsors, Gridiron Coffee, Nobles Networking, Par Hopper Golf Apparel, uh, Two Pilots Distillery, Knife A Month underscore shop on Instagram. Thank all of you guys. Uh, also, our management company and distribution, uh, Red Circle. One of my faves, my redhead bombshell uh, from up in Ohio, Michigan. I don't fucking ever remember. <laughs> Uh, well, you can't be Ohio because you'd be in the same time zone as me. Uh, is, is it Illinois? Illinois. Fuck. Why can't I remember that? Miss Michelle. What's up? Killer. I always, fuck, how do I always fuck it up? I don't know. I don't know how I always mess it up. It's okay. This will be the one show, uh, Justin Danger Nunley is going to listen to. Uh, I was telling you all ago, you didn't see the other night. When me, I don't know if he was drunk. I was drunk. Uh, but we was on here one night, and me and he was bullshitting like hard on live one night. And uh, we were talking about like previous guests and everything. Cause he wants to start a show, like a podcast with just me and him, like a boys club type thing. And uh, I, I want, I'm probably going to do it with him. And uh, anyway, so we were like, what would be some previous guests that we got on here? And uh, he brought up your name, and I just made like a face, like, hmm, like, uh oh. <laughs> no, it was like both of us made eye contact with each other. And was like, she can fucking come on this show whenever she wants to. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, like both of us was like, without saying a word, it was like that man thing. It was like both of us was like, she can talk about whatever she wants to, as long as, long as she makes eye contact. All she has to do is just look at us and, and we will listen. That is it. I don't care what she says as long as she speaks to us. Oh, man. It was funny. It was oh, funny. Man. Justin's great. He is. He has slowly became like, uh, I don't, I know I talked to you a little bit off of, uh, off of like social media or whatever, but yeah. me, and, me and Justin have become like buddies, like off of it. And uh, I'm not that way with everybody. Like, I usually hate a lot of people. And uh, <laughs> I just I just don't like people. And, like, you have to, like, literally rub me the right way. Like, I have to think you're a genuine-ass person. You're like I, a people person who hates people. Uh, yes. Yeah, I like good people. I'm one of – if I'm uh, if I'm in your corner, I'm fucking permanently in your corner. Like, I'm a loyal-ass dog. And uh, – Besides that, though, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't care if I'm going to say something that's going to hurt your feelings, if I'm going to rub you the wrong way, whatever it is. If I think you're full of shit, if I think you're doing one of my friends wrong, if I think whatever it is, I'm going to tell somebody that, like, I think you're a fucking moron. That's <laughs> just who I am. And uh, Justin is one of those guys that, like, as soon as, like, we, like, hit it off and vibe, me and you too. Uh, I don't talk to you as much as I talk to him, but. When you hit me up tonight and was like, hey, I'm free. I ain't got shit to do. I'm a night owl. I was like, fuck yeah, we'll do an episode. I guess. I have no idea what the fuck we're going to talk about. That's kind of sometimes the best way to start it, right? Yeah, just running our mouths. Well, I know you're good for conversation. I do talk a lot. I've never, I've had some people tell me I talk too much. That happens a lot. I've been accused of that. Uh, I don't know. You, I could probably listen to you talk for a long time. I think my voice is annoying. I've been told I sound like a Muppet. So well, I, <laughs> <laughs> now you can't unhear it, can't, right? 
No, I was just thinking about how you stick a hand up a Muppet's ass. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, you know what? It's probably about the right terminology. Uh, oh, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't sound like a Muppet. You don't sound like a Muppet. I've heard Muppet voices. You don't sound like a Muppet. Okay, good. You got a squeaky voice, but you have a cute squeaky voice. There's a difference. Some people have that irritating squeaky ass voice. You right. don't. Ha- you don't have the irritating one. All right, good. I'll take it. I'll take. Th- I'll take that win. Well, how's things going with you? How's business? How's everything else? How's life? Oh, lordy, it's busy as ever. I have. I mean, business wise, I have new employees, so I don't have to work quite as often, which is great. I mean, that's part of being a business owner is getting to the point where you don't have to, you can kind of run things, but not have to like be in the depths of it day to day. So gives me more time to do fun stuff. Well, it looks like you've been traveling more too. I have been my accountant. <laughs> he was doing my taxes and I had a meeting with him last week and he goes, you know what you need to do more travel. You know, what's going to be a really good write-off this year travel. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I just, I'm like, uh, where can I go? (laughs) Yeah. I just found out I have to pick between three trips in April. I'm not April, but may I'm probably going to key West for this songwriters convention now. And I've never been to key West and I like all my friends from Nashville are going and I'm kind of nervous about it, but it's also key West. So it's just like, this sounds like a good fucking time. Or do I want to go back to Texas? I've already been to Texas, though. Or do I want to go to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. You've never been to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. <gasps> it's one of my favorite places, like, ever. Yeah, but I'm a degenerate gambler. So I try to stay away from this. I'm a very... I don't gamble. I do. So. Yeah. See, I don't think I would make it out of a casino. One of my friends is getting married. What? It's one of, it's like my big brother is one of his real good friends. And uh, he's became my friend. His name's Jeff. And uh, Jeff is getting married, and he invited me to, on a bachelor trip. So I kind of want to go, but it's like if I go to Vegas, I just know I'm fucked. Like I know that I'm just this is going to be all bad. Not necessarily like Vegas, though. Like yes, gambling, whatever. And I don't gamble, but like it's such a surreal place. Like. Every time that I go now, like I have my favorite places. It is the best people watching you will ever, ever get to like be at. Uh, Like I don't even drink much in (laughs) Vegas. Like I usually don't even, I usually have like one or two drinks the whole time I'm in Vegas because I just want to people watch. And I like to be the sober one watching like the train wrecks. Yeah, that's you. That is, (laughs) that would not be me. I would be the fucking train wreck. See, you would be good. You would make for some good people watching. I would, darling. I would, because uh, there's no way I'm either going to be the happiest person there or the saddest person there by the time it's done. I do have to say the one time I like drank, like really drank in Vegas. It was it was bad. I got there and I hadn't eaten because I was like, I don't like to eat before I get on a flight. And so I it was like morning, got there early afternoon, went straight into drinking those like yardstick full of like slushy tequila drinks. 
I think I threw up in every single bathroom, like in every casino, like all the way down the strip. It was not, it was not good, but I didn't like puke in a casino. So I'll, I'll take that as a win. But then I was like, nope. I remember sitting on the floor of the Coca-Cola store, literally like falling asleep being like, nope, this is, I've, I've hit an all-time low. I'm sitting on the floor of the Coca-Cola store in Las Vegas, drunk. <laughs> We're not doing this again. There, it would be impossible for me to go to sleep because I promise you, I'm going to drink way too much whiskey and take way too many uppers for me to go to sleep Uh-oh. at any point in time. Uh, no, 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 I'm going to be spinning out of fucking control if I go to Vegas. That is why I'm scared to go to Vegas because uh, it's I, like I, a wonderland, though. Like, it's so surreal because it just you just stay awake and every like the energy there is insane. Yeah, I know. I fucking wouldn't love it. I know I would. I know. I know. I would get married so fucking quick, too, is what's bad. I know. Oh, I know I would. I already fuck. I would find a thick bitch in 30 minutes and <laughs> and it would be over with. I know what would happen. If, if there's a honky tonk in Vegas, it would I would be in so much trouble. That's not good. Yeah. I, when I was the first time I ever went to Vegas, I was like 12 or 13 years old. My parents were like, we're going to take a family vacation to Vegas. Who does that? First of all, second of all, I mean, we went to the Hoover Dam. We did all that cool stuff. So like. It it was a good time, but I told my mom at that point in time, I was like, I went into one of the hotels and I was like, I love this hotel. I'm going to get married here one day. And she (laughs) laughed because like when you're 12 or 13, you don't realize like what a Vegas wedding is necessarily or like the stigma that it has. So I was like, so naive. I'm like, it's so pretty here. I'm going to get married here one day. (laughs) And my parents just laughed and I'm like, well, shit, I've already been married twice. Third time in Vegas? <laughs> no, it won't happen. But it was a good idea when I was 12. Well, you better not drink with me. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, there's probably not enough alcohol in this world to make you say yes to me. Oh, oh goodness. I'm just playing. I already have a good buzz. Uh, so this is why this show is going tonight. Um, I have no idea. See, you're going to go to, you're maybe going to go to Key West. I've only been to Florida once ever when I was seven and I've never been to Texas. Texas is my favorite place in the world so far. The people, All right, if you go to Vegas, I'll go to Texas. Okay. You have to go to Texas. Look, Texas is, I'm all about like a certain kind of people. Like I'm all about manners. I'm all about respect. Like, uh, people to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. The way that you treat other people. Like that, I don't, I tell my daughter all the time, you don't have to be the smartest. You ain't got to be the best athlete. You, you don't have to, you know, do be the most exceptional student or whatever, but what you will be is have the best manners and you will show other people respect. When you go to Texas, you get that from every single fucking person you meet. And it is just like a whole different world there. And I absolutely love everything about it. Everybody's hardworking, it seems like. Everybody's just, you don't find lazy. You, it's just the, the brand of people. Uh, I, I love it. I love everything about it. But that, that's me. Like, I'm a weird person, though. Like, I, that, that's what I like. I, 
even the women, the women there, I shit you not. When you go to, let's say Nashville, I love Nashville. I'm up, love there. Nashville. I'm up in Nashville fucking almost more than I'm home now. But the women there, for the majority, like I ain't got nothing against y'all dr- dressing like provocative or sexy or whatever when you go out. It's nice to look at. I love a woman who dresses modest, but is still very appealing. Like that, that's my favorite thing in the world. Like I, I love a woman who is literally modest looking, but still like she leaves something to imagination, but it's still just so fucking gorgeous that it's stupid. Every woman, it almost seems like in Texas has got some fucking sense, fully dressed from head to toe. She's not showing off anything crazy. And she's just the prettiest goddamn thing you ever seen in your life. Like in Nashville, you got bitches running around in lingerie at the bar, like at complete ass hanging out of their pants and nothing against y'all because y'all nice to look at too. But it's, but it's almost like that's not, but I me. feel like Nashville has that kind of like where people go to let loose and dress like that. It's not necessarily like, but that's not what Nashville thing, but, but that's not what Nashville is though. That's not what, like, the heart and soul of Nashville is, though. No, it's not. But I think that Nashville has this kind of image of, like, the bachelorette parties and that kind of a thing where you go, I know. I I hate that shit. I Trust me. Luckily, I've never been to a bachelorette party in Nashville, but I... I look at the the women up on the the buses and I'm like, oh no, thank you. That does not look like fun to me. Um, I had a I had a woman on my show. She's my friend, but I had her on the show probably, I don't know, like a month ago. Her name's Miss SJ. She's from up in uh, Canada, and she went to Nashville the weekend before last for her uh for her birthday. And uh, it was the same weekend I was going to be there. We hung out uh, like one night. And uh, she's a sweetheart, complete fucking sweetheart. And uh, she's she's my age. And uh, that's what she wanted to do. Like, she wanted to do, like, the, the touristy stuff. And, like, I was extremely nice to her. And I was like, hey, look, you're an extremely beautiful woman. And I had a great time with you on the show. And I would love to hang out with you if you want to go to a honky-tonk. If you want to listen to some country music, bring your pretty ass on over here and hang out. But if you think my fat ass is getting on one of these buses or you think I'm going anywhere that isn't to listen to country music, you've lost your goddamn mind. I don't care how pretty you are. <laughs> There's not. And she was, she was sweet. She laughed it off and she had a great time. I hope she had a great birthday uh, coming down from Canada. But uh, it's just, I, I, I just don't like none of that stuff to me. Like Nashville, and I get it. People should go there to have a good time. Like they should the the bachelorettes, the all that stuff. But like my fam, like my brothers, they live there. Songwriters live there. The heart and soul of it to me is like the the raw, the fucking Keith Whitley shit, the George Jones stuff. Like that's that's the stuff that I'm sitting here doing a show with you, and I got Keith Whitley in the fucking background. I'm sipping whiskey. <laughs> like, like that's my shit. It's it's hard for me to be like. Well, he's talking about the clothes is how we got on it. It's hard right. for me to walk up and down Nashville and see women half-dressed and be like, oh, Dolly Parton would beat the fuck out of you. Like, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's not only would your daddy be mad as hell at you, but Dolly Parton would be like, bitch, calm down. 
I love that. See, I don't like all the touristy stuff. Like when I go places, I want to know like the off the beaten path places. I want to talk to the people who live there. Like Nashville is my favorite place to go to vintage shops. And because I own a boutique, I like to go into like, I'll look up places that are small little boutiques. And then I try to find the, I hope that the owners are there so I can strike up conversations with them. And then I end up bonding with like the different store owners. And I like to go to the, like the record stores. I was there one time and I started talking to a muralist who was painting a mural of the high women on, you know, the side of the record store. Do you know who the high women are? Uh, Yeah. Uh, bitch, I love you. One <laughs> so, of the, one um, of the reasons is Bell is coming to Chicago, first of all. Uh, okay. No, just keep telling your story. Just keep telling your story. Uh, the- no, I just, I was so excited because the muralist was painting and I went up and I was like, tell me more. Like I freaking love the high women. I saw Jason Isbell at the Ryman last night and his wife was out there playing and like, I'm here for it. Like. One of the reasons one of the, so one of the reasons I got fired in country radio mm-hmm. was I would play their song if she ever leaves me. Uh, because it's a gay country song. Jason Isbell wrote that for Brandy Carlisle and all of them to sing it. And right. like and like if you listen, I mean, you've obviously heard it. And I've said I've told this story a thousand times on the fucking show though. But if you go watch the original YouTube video before it ever came out on record or on fucking CD or whatever the fuck you want to call it, their album, <laughs> like he literally says, his wife's name's Amanda, Amanda, that it says, hey, I wrote this for Brandy. This is the first openly gay country song. And it is one of my favorite fucking country songs because it's so beautifully written. That line where they say, um, she doesn't like cologne. She likes perfume. Mm-hmm. It's just like, bitch, give it to, cause I'm a big Jason Isbell guy. Like anybody that says that Morgan Wallen's version of cover me up is better than Jason Isbell's can go to hell. As far as I'm concerned, like Jason Isbell is the fucking man. If you, any of y'all want to cry right now, go listen to fucking elephant. Like just go listen to elephant right now the talent is insane so i think it was the same year i saw jason isbell play in milwaukee and then saw him play in nashville and he's coming to chicago in i think september august or september at a new venue that's up here and i'm so freaking excited i'm trying to find people who will go with me i'm here for it i'm liable to come to chicago and fucking go with you nobody like none of my i've got some friends here that like isbell well i got some friends in nashville like isbell yeah but no isbell is like that whole fucking album that's got palmetto state and fly over state or whatever it is Mm -hmm. oh my god i can just put it on and let it ride he's like it gives you goosebumps yeah but like him at the Ryman, that was like the absolute best. I mean, the acoustics there are incredible anyways, but then, oh my God, yeah, it was amazing. I don't know if you know who Will Hogue is. You know, who Will, okay. If you like Jason Isbell, mm-hmm. look up Will Hogue when we get off here. I got to see him on Friday night and uh, good God, 
he's he like he's comparable. He's an older version of Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, same shit. Every one of it, they're poets. Like that's the shit I like. I like somebody that's a storyteller, a poet. And man, ugh, I can I cannot believe. I love the shit that you post. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. would have never ever thought that you like Isabel or the High Women. Really? That, okay. not, I would have never thought. I would have never thunk it. Never thunk it. You know what's funny? The very first ever TikTok I posted was a High Woman song. Oh God! The we- very first TikTok. Go all the way back to like fucking I don't know December of 2019. Let's see and what would it what- first ever. First ever TikTok I did. What would have been Crowded Table or uh, what was the other one? They The first one they came out with. What song would it have been? Fuck. I'm high right now. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you need to look up. Uh, you need to look up my girl who just did the show with us last week when we was in Nashville. Her name's um, Kimberly Atwood. She's a, you'll fucking love her. She, she reminds me a lot of Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Brandy Carlisle, which Kimberly fucking holds her own against her anyway. But Brandy Carlisle is something special. I could listen to her. Uh, I just, you never hear. I don't know if it's just more popular from where you're from, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you just don't hear people listen to that shit where I'm from. Yeah. And that surprises me. You don't hear that a lot up here, though, either. I mean, Chicago, like nobody. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all listen to in Chicago, though, because uh, I'm a lot at- of like rap and hip hop. Well, a guy that we just had on the show, a guy named George Dukas, uh, mm-hmm. we had dinner with him when we was in Nashville, me and Lee Tucker and uh, Dustin Heron. He's actually going out uh, on a couple date tour or whatever it is, couple date shows, and he's playing in Chicago, and uh, he's playing in Chicago for a couple days, and he's playing in Nebraska and then in Texas. And I'm supposed to be going with him on some of those dates. I don't know which ones I'm going yet. I think I'm going with him in Texas when I go. But uh, when he told me he was going to Chicago, I was kind of surprised by it because I was like, I don't really see like there being a lot of people that like his his type of music because he's older he's probably in his 50s early six early 60s um and he's got like a george jones cut from back in the day he's got a garth brooks cut from back in the day like this guy's been around for a hot ass minute um but he's a fucking texas artist but he's he's a badass songwriter and everything and uh it's just like i just don't see chicago liking that but I mean, it's hit or miss because like Chicago, I mean, I'm an hour from the city and we're more country out here. Like I'm suburbs, but I mean, you go 15 minutes and you're in farmland. Yeah. 20 minutes I'm in Wisconsin. So you got to hang out with our girl Leah, didn't you? I did. I like that old gal. I like that old gal. Oh, the song Redesigning Women. That's the song. I really Um, like that. That's the first one. That's yeah. That's fine. Um, but yeah, Leah actually, um, I like texted her one day and I didn't have weekend plans. My kids were going to be at their dad's and I was like, Hey, what you doing this weekend? She's like, um, let me check my calendar. Just kidding. Nothing. Um, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so she's like, I want to say 
two to three hours from me. So I'm like, want to come hang out at my house? And she's like, absolutely. So she came down here and we had a good time. We went out. So I took her to my favorite dive bar and then we just chilled and we laughed at the fact that my hot tub froze. <laughs> made some videos on my coffee table. That's funny. So we ordered Taco Bell in the middle of the night when we got back from the bar. It was a good time. Fuck yeah. I don't think me and you knew who each other were yet, but last summer, like I go on trips like every two months or whatever, just record content with, with musicians or whatever the fuck I'm doing at the time. Mm -hmm. So last summer at the, towards the end of like in August, we went on a beach trip with some people. Uh, I think you and Leah need to be part of our beach trip this year. Let's go. Yeah, because I think I think Dimps is going to go with us. Me and Dimps hit it off real I've good. I've never met her. Let me tell you, uh, as a friend, and like, she's a fucking badass. I follow her. She is a badass. I but I did. There are certain people. Same thing happened with you. It's like I'm y'all being attractive women. Most men follow you because hey, you're fucking nice to look at. But then, like me getting to know you, me getting to talk to you, you're a good conversation. Like you're more than just a pretty face. Like you're more than just a pretty face. Like you actually got something behind behind you, right? Like you got some substance to you. And it's very obvious once somebody gets to know somebody. And same thing with Leah too. Leah's a very attractive woman too. Talking to her, same shit. Demps, whenever I was in Nashville and she comes over to do the show. We happen to have like several mutual friends that are in music. Mm -hmm. And so she wasn't weird about coming over because I think she kind of like did a background check on me and she was like, hey, he's not a fucking creeper. Like, is, he cool? is he cool? Are we yeah, good? It was like, hey, baby, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to fucking be a serial killer. <laughs> so she comes over there. We hang out for a couple hours, do a show or whatever. And um, she is a fucking monster, like energy level to a thousand. I fucking love her. Like she could be one of the boys or your best friend or whatever. Like she's badass. So like last year we went on this great trip to Destin with some people from social media, some musicians and everything as well. So when we do it this year, we're going to like kind of take people that was on the show this year. Like we've had a whole last year to like really get people that shared the the stuff from the show. Um, the show pays for it. So like we get a big enough Airbnb to where like let's say if y'all did go, you and Leah would have your own room, Demps and whoever she brought with her would have their own room. Me and curly headed fuck Dustin or Lee would have their our own room, you know, something like that. If y'all anybody's got boyfriends, they can bring their fucking boyfriends. It's not anything weird. But uh, and then we record a couple shows while we're there. We go out, we have a good time. But uh, anyway, y'all need to fucking do that with us this year if we go because we'll probably be like in August to where we plan it out far enough ahead. Yeah, let me know and I'll I'll adjust weekends according to the. We'll do it. And where we go this year, we're going to make Justin Danger because uh, I don't think he's far from where Destin is. Because he tried to get me and Dustin Heron last week to come down and play golf. <laughs> so he's not far from Destin. Yeah, we'll get him involved in it, too. And we'll have some fucking wild, wild shit. 
it'll be a great time. Yeah. Where's uh what you told me earlier, you couldn't tell anybody where you was traveling anytime soon. So I don't know why the fuck I was fixing to ask you that. <laughs> I this, like to keep people on their toes. I don't like to tell everybody where I'm going to be all the time. I don't either. I'd be lying to folks all the time. Well, some of my, like, honestly, I get some creepy people that show up random places. So I kind of like to be a little careful about where I'm going. I don't blame you. You're, I imagine you get some weird shit. I don't, I don't, I don't blame you one bit. I mean, I do. So I try to be careful. Um, I mean, I, like I told people where I'm taking my kids for spring break next week and heck, luckily Leah's not creepy, but she's like, Hey, maybe I'll meet you there. (laughs) (laughs) But there were some other people that like I had to block because they started kind of like commenting. They're like, is it just going to be you and your kids? Is it just going to be like, like just the three of you? Like what? Excuse you. Like, think- yes, I'm taking my kids on vacation. Just luckily I like the resort that we're staying at because it's safe and you can't get in unless you're staying there. Yeah. I think that's the good part about being a guy on social media is nobody, nobody really messes with me like that. Like the women don't really, they'll send you some weird shit. Now don't get me wrong. Women will send me some, weird shit but also <laughs> i think most women know i'm an asshole like i think <laughs> i think that's the part that we're like because i don't post thirst traps or or anything like that i don't think yeah. i think women are like this if i send the wrong thing to this guy this guy's gonna like he's gonna fuck with me and i really wouldn't i would never ever make fun of anybody for i don't want to say shooting their shot because i hate that like i joke about it but if somebody like approached me and they were kind of what, however you want to say it. Like I would never make fun of anybody, but now if you're completely to do that, it does. It does. And you know, if you get rejected on something that hurts, I would never reject anybody publicly. Uh, I've been rejected fucking publicly probably. And that shit probably don't feel good. Uh, I would, I wouldn't do that. That's just, that's just ugly. But, I like to I'm emotionally unavailable. <laughs> I like to say you are better off without me. Like, that's what I tell them. Like you, you dodged a bullet, me not being what you need right now. Uh, you don't, you don't want these problems, darling. I promise you. Um, but no, like there's, I get some weird shit. So I can only imagine what you get. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared of it, to be honest with you. It's fine. Honestly, like, I mean, there are some things you can send people that are hilarious. Like, um, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten like weird, weird stuff, I guess, like here and there, but one thing I want to do, and this is totally going to give away if like people start getting these randomly, but there's an account I follow on Instagram and it's called dicks by mail. What? Just hear me out. Okay. Literally mail people like chocolate dicks or like they they have these little mini ones that stick to things and you can just like buy a little pack of them and just stick them to people's cars and then they have like (laughs) instead of little caps on your tires they make little dick ones so you could just like prank somebody and put them on their tires and see how long it takes them to notice. Okay. Like if people start getting random dicks in the mail, I don't know who they're from. 
I have no clue. Boy, I got too many addresses. <laughs> this is gonna. I needed one more stupid ass thing I could order when I was drunk. I appreciate it. You're welcome. If my Amazon, if my Amazon cart wasn't already fucked up enough, thanks, dicks by mail. Dicks by mail. I found them on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm here for this. You can pick different colors, all sorts of stuff. No, I think the big black ones would be fucking perfect for anything I want to send to people. <laughs> so you started not laughing at you racist piece of shit. Oh, look at her. Oh, fucking redhead over here. She was like, I don't know whether to laugh at that or not. He said, the big black ones. The big black ones are always the funniest. Go for it. When go you look, when you I look, was gonna, I personally was going to go for the blue ones, but why would you go for the blue ones? Because I feel like blue dick balls are like the funniest thing. Blue dick balls are the worst things on the planet. And first off, ladies, they don't. But exist. If that's <laughs> blue balls do not exist. That is something that some genius made up a long time ago. Genius, some idiot. No, some some mm-hmm. guy was like, I got blue balls. That doesn't. I. You know what? They do hurt. I mean, they do they do not feel well if they're full and swollen and they're not taken care Lord. of. Oh, Lord. Hey, you're the one who wanted to do a drunk show with me. You haven't done a drunk show with me yet. I haven't, no. Last I re- time, I think the last few times I had tequila. This time I had a gummy, so. Oh, fuck yeah. You already said I, that. I, I don't know why that. I'm surprised. Why? No, I said I don't know why I'm surprised. You already told me that like 30 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, no, trust me. If I had one right now, I would do it too. Oh, yeah. See, it's legal here, so. It's legal here. We have Delta 8 here. I don't know what y'all have there. Well, that's that's not real. Y'all live in Chicago. Y'all motherfuckers can shoot each other, and it's okay. <laughs> y'all got, what is it? What's that fucking rule y'all have in Chicago that's like common ground or some bullshit? <laughs> y'all... Y'all literally can have gang violence, and as long as the other person's got a gun, it's not a crime. <laughs> I don't go into the city. I went to college in the city, and I didn't even live there because this. I'm just not a city person. I literally took the train to the city every day for school because I didn't want to live there. I don't blame you. I fucking wouldn't want to live there. No, and I went to art school, so I had to carry like my drawing tube and my art box and my giant portfolio with all my floor plans and drawings. And one time I was like hustling to get to the train and I fell. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'm sure it was hilarious. And I fell and my art stuff went everywhere. And I was crossing the Chicago River. So I'm on the bridge. So I'm like nervous that my stuff's going to fall into the river. Literally, people stepped on me. Oh, fuck me. Stepped on my stuff, walked around me, and nobody, not one person got up to help me. And I had to get all my stuff, and I was, like, mortified. And then also hoping I didn't lose anything or break anything, and then just, like, kept running to the train. And this is why, like, yes, I live close to the city, but I am not a city person. I feel the more and more I get to know people from the South, like that is where I was supposed to be. If you would have been in Texas, if you'd have been in Texas or Georgia, we'd have picked you up and all your shit and helped you on the train. Right. Right. Okay. So my, my grandpa is from new Orleans and my mom grew up in the South. So I feel like I've always heard 
like, and been raised that way. And that's how I raised my boys. My boys opened my door for me. My one son, if my other, if my older one walks out the door before me, my youngest will push him back in. He goes, uh-uh, she goes first. That's, like, what it's- that's, that's how I raised my kids. And I go to the city and I'm like, people are rude. People like will let a door slam in your face. It is just not my kind of place, but it had the best design school. So that's where I went. <laughs> well, you're just, people want to give the South like a, I get why we have a like a bad, a bad rep because we there's a lot of this been earned. There's a lot of it's been earned. But when it comes to manners and how you treat people, it doesn't get any fucking better than here. Like it doesn't because we just we as much as there has been hate in the past, we love each other just as fucking just as much. Like we know how to say excuse me and you're welcome and all this other stuff and help each other and lend like a helping hand. And all that kind of stuff. Like that's what makes like being from here special. I wouldn't want to live nowhere else. I've got the opportunity a couple of times now to live in Nashville. And besides for I'm not moving because of my daughter, I don't want to fucking live there. Like even now, it's just not what it the the people there suck. Like besides <laughs> besides for the people I love and some other folks that they know, like it the people suck. It's when you're here and you're in a small town, it's your next door neighbor might need something and you literally, you can still help them or they're going to help you. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Like it's, and I love that shit. We'll see. And that's the beauty of like where I live. I'm an hour from the city, but I'm in a small town. And even like when Leah came to visit, we drove down the main street in my town. It's called center street. And literally I'm like, there's our coffee shop. There's our bookstore, our hobby shop. There's like the, like all the little restaurants. We have a clock tower. We have a gazebo. We have central park. Like it, she goes, you live in a Hallmark town. I'm like, I do. I live in this tiny little Hallmark town in the suburbs. My store is on center street. Like I'm on the chamber of commerce. I know everybody in town. Everybody knows everybody's business. When I bought my house, I realized that like the lady next door, she was like the mom of a kid I grew up with. I was. Are you there? Hello. Age like I love it. So uh, if y'all missed the last ten seconds, or you might have heard it, I don't fucking know. Technical difficulties. But uh, just pick up where you left off there, kiddo. Or do you even know what the fuck you were saying? You don't, do you? You what? You were frozen. (laughs) Am I frozen now? No, you're good now. You were frozen. Okay, so we're good now. We're good now. Okay. Make sure your gummies aren't kicking in too fucking much. Uh. No, because you like it cut out for like the past 10 seconds. And then I also had to piss. So what were you saying right before that? <laughs> like 10, it's cutting out again. Why does it keep freezing? You're, you're frozen again. Why is it doing that? Is it, it can't be mine. It's got to be yours. Now you're good. Okay. No, my Wi-Fi is good. Mine is too. Weird. I, that is weird. What's going on here? All right. I think we're good. 
Okay. Let's let it roll. Just fuck it. If it messes up, I'll, right. I'll cut. I'll, <laughs> I'll cut. I'll cut a couple minutes out of it. If anything You'll be happens. good. You'll be good. No, I was just saying. I live in like a Hallmark town, and that's like as much as like. There's days where I absolutely hate it. I also absolutely love it. Like I love that small town feel. Don't necessarily like everybody knowing everybody's business all the time, but that comes with the territory. Yeah, I don't care for the everybody knowing everybody's business shit here either. But also, too, I also kind of like rubbing it in their face sometimes. Like, I, I I, do. I like it when, like, some people act like, oh, Josh is doing this. Josh is doing that. But then the second, like, the PTA or something needs something, they're like, oh, hey, Josh, can you, yep. do, can you do this for us? And it's like, oh, now you motherfuckers like me. Right. Uh, ah, but weren't you just talking shit about what I do at the studio last week? Mm-hmm. Ah, Sounds, about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. Wasn't y'all just mad because that girl from Alabama with the big tits that's on OnlyFans was here last week and we were promoting it? Oh, yeah. But now you want Joshua to help push your raffle tickets for the rec department. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Good job. Yep. Yeah, fuck Sounds them. about right. Sounds about right. Yep. I don't care. I don't, I don't care because the thing that I've learned with all this shit in the past several years is the same people, the same fucking people that are sitting there running your name down are the same people that are buying your shit secretively. The same, <laughs> the same people that are listening to everything you do. The same people that are watching every video you post. The same people that are watching everything that you put on social media, whether they like it or not, they are literally being your biggest fan without having to be your biggest fan. Although my new my new favorite feature on all of social media is this little thing called the block button. Oh, absolutely. And and I am a big, big fan of it. I mean, anyone, I don't care if I was your friend in the past, like Nope, I have no time for that negativity. The no negative energy here. It's like bad vibes block. Done. I'm not here for it. Uh, like you're either you're either, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And I don't want their bad juju and their bad vibes. Like, bye. <laughs> I hate you just figuring that out. I've been doing that shit for a long time. Well, see, I'm one of those, like, I'm a people pleaser and I'm the, I'm always going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just going to maybe, you know, think maybe they were just having a bad day. And now I'm like, nope, fuck it. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't give them the benefit of the doubt. Fuck I don't up. anymore. I don't, it, I don't it, have that. I don't have the energy for that. No, it doesn't. Because this is the only reason why you shouldn't. If anybody's listening, this is the only reason why you shouldn't. If you're not giving off that same negative energy when you have a bad day, then you shouldn't accept the same energy from other people when they're having a bad day. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Don't accept fucking what you wouldn't give. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Fuck that shit. I, I hate. That's why it gets on my nerves when I watch. And I've got friends that I will. I say they're friends. We're going to call them acquaintances. I've got acquaintances that I see on social media that the second that somebody posts something negative on their social media, they want to battle with, they want to fucking argue with or whatever. And it's like, why, why do you want to do that? You, 
just ignore the fuck out of them. You're literally doing what they want you to do. Right. Like, don't start a fight. Just scroll past. Yeah, scroll past. I will. I literally post shit. And I do not read the comment section. I almost never, ever, ever read my comment section on anything, whether it is positive or negative. And that's the bad thing is, is I do miss some probably good comments. I probably do miss some people that are probably boosting me up or whatever. But at the same time, you know what? My head's goddamn big enough as it is. <laughs> I, I don't need anybody else telling me anything more positive about myself. I don't. I probably need to be humble. I, I probably do. Like I'm, I know that I'm doing a decent enough job in my life because my bills are paid. My daughter's took care of. I'm happy. I don't need other people boosting me up. I also don't need other people bringing me down. So right. it's, you got to take the good with the bad. Like just, if you post something, post it, leave it the fuck alone, walk away, ignore it. Let people do what they're going to do. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I get, I get mad at these people. I get mad at these. They're like waiting on a comment. There's so many folks that I've even had on the show. It's like they're waiting on somebody to fucking say something. Why are you waiting on somebody? Like you want somebody to fuck with you. Right. Well, they want to be able to respond to the comment. They want to start drama and I hate drama. So I don't, I try not to deal with that kind of stuff, but like, I do read, I do have to say, I do read the comments and I do block all the negative ones and I delete them. And I'm like, we're not, there's no room for that here. Thank you very much. But sometimes like my videos will get misinterpreted. I did one today and I was really surprised because I was like, um, you know, it was the, what, what the hell is wrong with me audio. And I don't know if you heard that one, I haven't, but, um, I put something like when you're a strong, independent woman, but you start replying with yes, sir. And I had like the smirky face <laughs> and other people literally in the comment section thought like, oh, in the South, that's being polite. You should always call someone, sir or ma'am. And I'm like, that is not what I meant. <laughs> I know what you meant. That yeah, is I, not what I meant. I, I did not. I was I'm like, I always call. I always say yes, sir. No, ma'am. Like, of course, that's polite. I'm not saying because I'm a strong, independent woman that I don't I'm not polite. That that was not the intent of that video. But literally, that's the comment section. I'm like, a couple people got it. They're like, oh, follow. Yes. Or what did they say? Like, uh, what comes after that is yes, daddy or something like that. I hate and, that shit. Yeah. I hate that daddy shit but like someone commented that because they're like that's what comes after the yes sir and i'm like okay that but that person understood the context of the comment it's submissive it's somebody being submissive and exactly but but everyone was like that's being polite i'm like did you not see the smirky face <laughs> i would never reply like professionally or just someone politely like yes sir like uh-uh <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's another reason why I don't read shit because if people are going to take it the wrong way, I'm not going to sit sit there explain it to them. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to like. But I was really surprised. I want to say it was like ninety percent of the comments were like, "That's polite." I'm like, "Lordy, that is not what I meant." <laughs> I'm not saying people are stupid, but people are stupid. <laughs> like, they just 
a lot of people don't get my sense of humor though. My sense of humor is fucked up. I know how fucked up my sense of humor is. I I think some fucked up shit. I know what my brain goes through and the process it takes to even get it out my mouth. And it's just like, mm-mm. Don't say it most of the time, but then when it does come out, it comes out even more fucked up than I think it does. You have one of those brains where like I watch movies and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's damn. Somebody thought that up. Somebody actually thought that to put it into a movie. You're, you have that brain. <laughs> yeah. You don't even realize the shit I don't post or the shit I don't say. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird. It's bad. Uh, I can't explain it. It's, it's, it get it gets worse as uh, time goes on. And now, um, I don't know if you notice this with like old men, but the older I get, the more I realize, like, I understand my granddaddies. Um, Uh-oh. But it's like, they didn't, one of them's gone on, but one of them's still here. And like, I understand why they were grumpy all the time and why they don't have a filter. And it's just because you don't give a fuck anymore. And it's like, I'm going to say what I want to say. And now with me, it's just like, fuck it. It's just like, I'm only 34 and I'm at that stage already. It's like, just say it. Because at least you know where the fuck I stand. And it just gets, I, you're not going to, at least you're going to know where I stand, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm going to say some weird fucked up shit. I, I feel you. I feel like you know. I'm, I'm starting to get less filtered. Like as I stop giving so much of a fuck, I start. Uh, it's more, I'm much it's more fun I'm, to be this way. Oh my god, it's way more fun, and I'm much happier. Yeah. And like, I mean, my business, like the stuff that I carry in my store, there are some things that people blush at. I had a minister in the other day, and I was like, oh, please don't look at like half the things in here. Please don't look at the things like, I mean, I made a video the other day and it was the, I'm just thinking with my dick song, Yeah. the, the Kevin Gates song. And I, um, was like showing different things around my store and I was like, things that just make sense. And it's like, you know, I have a candle that says, don't forget to blow me. I have, <laughs> I have a handkerchief that says come rag, like. I have so many things that say fuck on it. I have things with weed on it and I don't care anymore because I think it's funny. You're supposed to. I have a card that says DTF. I have a card that has um, like, I don't know. I have so many things that are super inappropriate and I've had older people ask, they're like, what does this mean? I'm like, but who? Something but, not good. <laughs> but who defines inappropriate? Well, exactly. I think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I've had things in my store. My mom comes in, she flips it upside down. Yeah. I don't she's think like, she's like, you can't have. I'm like, yes, I can. Do I have a pillow in my front window on our cute little town center street front window? Big pillow that says fuck on it. Yes, I do. You should. Like, this is how I look at all that shit is if you go back, the funniest person of all time to me is Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is my fucking goat. Like, Richard Pryor and Dave Chappelle is 1A and 1B to me. All right. 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 So, if you go back and look, Richard Pryor was way above or way before his time. 
you have people that defined funny to what it is now that would got canceled fucking years and years and years before time. Oh yeah. But it's still fucking funny. You can't tell me that the shit that they did was not funny. So you cannot say that what you have in your store, the stuff that I do on my show, it's not funny to a demographic. It's not funny to certain people. You can't define what makes us laugh. You can't define what is obscene to us. You can't define what is okay to us. It, that, that censorship is, it's not, it's not crude to us because we can take a joke it's only a joke to us. The people that take it serious are the ones that are fucking miserable. We I was know say they're no fun. <laughs> yeah, they're no fun. It's just a fucking joke. We recognize it as word. a joke. Like, yeah. it's, it's not meant to be offensive. It's no. like it's funny. One of our senators came in. I did a painting in the store, and I'll I'll mix in some of my own artwork. And I had a paint. It just said "fuck" on it. The senator bought it. Our state senator came in and she's like, I'm buying this as a gift. I love it. I'm like, that's what it's about. That's fucking hilarious. Exactly. See, it's all in perspective. One of the guys that is fixing to be a, um, he's our, was our labor commissioner here in Georgia. He's been on the show a couple of times. One of the women's that's one of the women that are running for governor here in Georgia. I've went and spoke at some of her conventions. Mm-hmm. Like, they have been associated with the show. A couple more people, the ad commissioner, like they come and do my show and where other people won't touch the show, but it's the number one show in Georgia. Like as far as podcasts and shit go, the other people are like, I'm not fucking doing that. Like that's, but it's, it's all in perspective. So same way, like the guy came in there, the Senator or whatever, like you He's have a female Senator, a female, excuse mm-hmm. me. How, how dare I, how sexist well, of no. I, how fucking no, sexist of us, but <laughs> no, uh, it's, uh, it's all in, in perspective now, like it's okay for these words, because as long as you know that it's all in good humor, it's all in entertainment, it's all in fun. Now, if it was us saying this shit and it was in hate or in malice behind it, it's not okay. Right. But you got two good hearted people sitting here. And we're having fun with these words. We're just being naughty. Like we're just being, we're just being playful. We're being naughty. We're being coy. That's okay. There's nothing fucking wrong with it. It's it's fun. We are doing the shit, honestly, that they wish they could do. We're saying the shit that they wish they could do. We don't do. Yeah, we don't have a stick up our ass. (laughs) That's what it is. We don't have a stick up our ass. And they, and that's why people gravitate towards me and you. And that's why they like this shit. They want to say fuck. They want a pillow with fuck on it. And they do. They, they just don't want, you know, they don't want their country club buddies to see it. But me and you are like, I hope that everybody that comes to my house sees my pillow that says fuck on it. And they're like, yeah. you know what? I want a fucking pillow that says fuck yep. on it. Mm-hmm. I had somebody call the store the other day and they're like, um, I'm trying to find, I saw the TikTok that has some of your like off color merchandise. I'm trying to find it on your website to buy it as a gift. I'm like, all right, we're refreshing the website today. Like, but I love that they seemed so timid and they were like some of your off color stuff. I'm like, just say it. 
Can you just say it? You want it? And I was like, what? And of course I was like wanting to pry. I was like, so like what specifically were you looking for that you may not have found on the website? And they're like, the things that maybe say like, fuck. (laughs) I love it. I'm like, yes, I am here for this. I like saying, uh, somebody I've got really close to lately. Her name's Macy from uh, North Carolina. Uh, She went to Texas with us. Um, I like making her say bad words. (laughs) <laughs> because she doesn't sound like she ought to say bad words. Right. So anytime you can make someone say those fucking filthy words that mean you like, that it sounds natural coming out of our mouths. Right. It's the best shit ever. All right. Cause it, yeah. even like through text message or like through email, how they sent you a message. It's the best shit ever to me. Well, like, and it's funny because like, I don't curse in front of my kids. Oh, I, I fucking like, do. <laughs> no, I do not curse in front of my kids. Well, you're and I'm a good like, mother. I'm like really careful about it. The only thing they ever see is I have a sign by my door, like when I get ready to leave the house. And I bought it in Nashville at a cute little boutique. And it says, do no harm, but take no shit. And like, finally, my kids are, my oldest is old enough to read. My youngest is just reading now. And he's like, mom, what does that word mean? And I said, well, in this context, it means that, you know, we don't do, we don't go out into the world to do bad things, but we're also not going to take bad things that are thrown at us. So I said, in this, in this case, that's what that means. And that's all you need to know what that word means. And, but it is, it's like when you leave the house and it says, do no harm, but take no shit. Like that's how you should go through your day. Exactly how you're supposed to do it. And, but that's the only swear. And of course I go to parent teacher conferences and his teacher's like, well, one time he said shit. And I'm like, oh no, really? And granted, I know he didn't hear that from me. He saw it's on the thing, but he only knows it in that context. He heard it at his dad's house. So uh, blame it up, blame it on the dad. That's fun. It's okay. It's okay. She said, that's what he told her. So I was like, all right. Uh, yeah. of course he doesn't snitch on the mom well no and i don't say it that's the only place he's ever seen it so that's funny to me yeah (laughs) no you're fun no i I get you're fun i'm glad that you sell that stuff in your store Uh, i would i honestly people wouldn't expect it of me that's what i was about to say i wouldn't have expected of you i'm glad that you do though Oh yeah. And like my family's super conservative. So like I said, my mom comes in and she flips stuff. I'm the black sheep of the family. My sister like blushes every time she comes in my store, I swear. So what other stuff do you say? You said uh, that you made a uh, preacher blush the other day. What other stuff do you sell in your store? Oh gosh. I don't know. I have a lot of stuff that says fuck a lot of stuff that I have washi tape. Like, you know, what washi tape is. Like use it for scrapbooking or taping little things. It's like a little kind of decorative tape, and they usually have patterns on them. I have one one with boobs on it. Oh, okay. Uh, Just like stuff like that. When you when you when you said that, I was expecting sex toys. No, no, we're not there yet. I've thought about it. There's a really good. uh, Oh God, they're on TikTok. I follow their Instagram and their TikTok. They make sex toys. But they are like, oh, it's called something labs. 
and they make like zodiac ones. They zodiac make, ones. Yeah. So like they're themed after the zodiac. And so they'll have like swirls or like crazy, like extra texture details, but they also make plugs that are little weed buds. How freaking cute is that? It's not cute. I think it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I just hadn't seen a weed bug in the right butthole then, I guess. Uh, this is my bad. How dare I? But they're so creative. Cultured fiction. Is that what it's called? Culture. I'm going to have to. It's not country fiction. No, no. That'd that'd be a great name for it. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. There's cultured fiction labs. Culture. So, yes. But honestly, you'll have to look them up because they are so dang creative. Like there's a hundred. Like if they weren't a small business, I'd be like, hey, can I carry your stuff in my store? Because it's art. If, if it's art, I might look it up. But besides that, there's a 100% chance I'm not looking up sex toys. <laughs> I had a long argument. With it's that. artistic. If you look at theirs, because they do different colors and like, like it's very artistic. I do not give two shits about how artistic it is. <laughs> there's not a part of me that's going to look at a sex toy and be like, you know what? They put a lot of design into that, a lot of time and effort into that. That's not what I, I don't give two shits. Look I at, appreciate it. I'm glad, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do, darling. You probably got, so you probably got a Rubik's cube. I got a scratch and sniff. It's way different. What? This way. I don't need a fucking art design. <laughs> I don't, I, it's not that complicated over here. Oh goodness. <laughs> There's something fucking mentally wrong with me. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me anymore. I think I've lost my filter. I think what has happened to me, I think what has happened to me is my give a fuck has went from like a little bit left to where it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. You're like, nope. This is why. Who cares? I probably got like at least maybe 10 years left. Maybe, oh. maybe, maybe. Oh, don't say that. I, it's okay. I'm one of those people that if it was 10, if it was 10 days, if it was 10 minutes, I've had a, I've, I've enjoyed myself. I don't mean that like in a neck for any of y'all message me and think I'm being morbid. I, I had this long conversation with somebody in Nashville the other day. I've really enjoyed my life. Like, especially over the past, like five or six years. Like, uh, I'm just really happy right now at this point in my life. And I want everybody to be happy. And like, I just don't really, I'm just, I don't know. I don't think about like the morbid side of shit anymore. Like I'm just happy. I just want everybody to be happy. So I don't even know how the fuck that just started. I started off on one thing and I got super confused. <laughs> I, maybe I'm maybe I'm the one that ate the gummy. Maybe you did. God damn see, it. But okay, but see, you can think like that because, and I'm assuming, and this is just me assuming, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you can think like that and be okay with that because you must really appreciate your daughter's mother and know that she's good. Oh, absolutely. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, I can't die. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like, I need to, I need to last a minimum. My youngest is seven. I need to last a minimum of 11 more years. 
That's fucked up. God damn. We have made some horrible jokes on this show, but that's probably the worst one. I can't die because my baby daddy sucks so bad. I just can't die. We're not going to even. I'll just fuck it with you. No. I'm friends with his girlfriend. We're good, but I can't. How bad? Die. Okay. How bad if they hate you looking so fucking doing all the stuff that you do on TikTok? They've got to like hate you, right? Who? Girlfriend. The girlfriend? Yeah. No, I really like the girlfriend. She and I follow each other on TikTok. Oh, that's good. She's great. I love her. Oh, great. That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. I just he figured- doesn't like he doesn't like that when he like takes my kids to Florida to visit their grandparents, she and I go out for drinks. Oh, that's fucking they yeah, I would hate that too. Yeah. No, we get along. She's cool. That's I like cool. her. That's fucking awesome. She's only like 25, 26, but I like her. How old is he? 36. Good for him. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a I've uh I can't make up my mind on the younger girls thing right now. Like I'm torn between it. I thought I was like over the younger girls thing. I almost thought like I was gonna date older. Like I'm kind of torn right now between leaving them alone and never like turning around and being like, you know what? Maybe maybe one more shot at 24, 25 ain't that bad. No, 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 that's too much. Too much. I don't know. The right, the right 24, 25 don't sound that bad. So I used to always date younger. I don't know if we talked. You about used it. to date younger. Yeah. Why would you date younger? That's a good fucking question, isn't it? Because you wanted to train them. I know. I know. All right. So I'm gonna tell you a couple it's of the energy I, thing. Uh, it's a uh, no. It's not. No, it's not. I know. I know women like you. I'm just gonna take a couple of assumptions. Oh, all right. Okay, let's go. I got you. I got you. This women is what, like me. Let's go. I got you. I got you. So I'm going to guess, because I don't remember a lot of us, like, even if we did talk about, like, your past, like, marriage or whatever. Were you married once or twice? Twice. Twice. Okay. Older both times? Uh, First one was a year older. Second one was a year younger. Okay. Either way, it's kind of, well, this probably doesn't work then. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Fuck me. Uh, now I would just guess it like they were probably the dominant one in the relationship both the times. No, never fucking mind. None of this validates. <laughs> I would just guess most women, most women that end up dating younger from just my what I've seen, mm-hmm. when they want to train a dude, they, they want a guy a lot like, but I'm my, not like that. I'm too alpha. I need somebody to put me in my place. Aren't you my age, though? I'm almost 35. Okay, yeah. so I am, too. I'll be 35 in September. So, like, a lot of women, though, what's weird about women, y'all sex drive gets higher, too, about this time. Oh, like, I'm always, I've always been, like, a teenage boy. I can't. Okay, so, like, ours starts going right about now. Like, I'm losing more weight right now. Like, so my testosterone's going up to where like it kind of bottomed out, like it elevates, go off or whatever. But like women right now, like it's weird. Like why the fuck a lot of y'all in y'all's early to mid thirties, like fucking go like this. It's weird. It usually happens after that first divorce too. Uh, but you're out the second one, but whatever. But uh, a lot of y'all want to date younger because those younger cats, 
you know, they have the energy. They got the energy. I was going to tell y'all, I ain't got the energy. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to fucking lie to y'all. That was- yeah. And like for me, not only energy, like for me, just because I, I'm one of those people that like, I don't like to settle. I don't like, I don't like too much routine and I'm a very like routine oriented person, but I also don't want someone who's like so set in their ways that it's like, oh, well, I have this career and like, and most people would be like, oh, you know, Michelle, that's called stability. And I'm like, ha fuck stability. Yeah, fuck stability. Um, I, because I'm a business owner and I'm constantly like looking for new stuff and just always changing what I do and like ebb in the flow of things. I want someone who is still like a dreamer. Like you may have stability, you may have a job, but I want someone who still has like a fucking zest for life and isn't like, oh, I work my nine to five. And then I do, I do cool shit on the weekends. Like, no, I want someone who's like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. And I love that. Or, Hey, let's, let's start this new business. Let's go do this together. Like, let's go on an adventure. Like, I feel like the, a lot of the older guys, it starts to get like, they're, they're just stuck and they, they think that's okay. Or they feel like getting up and doing the same thing day in and day out is fun or acceptable. And I'm like, no, I want something new and exciting every day. Like I have enough stability in my life, you know, being a mom and a business owner and all that. Like I, I want someone who is like, I want to make the plans and I need a wrench. (laughs) But realistic dreams for one, and you have to see them like actually like pursuing them, right? You have to be working towards it. Yes. You can't just be like, oh yeah, it's going to be whatever. Like, no, you have to be putting in the effort, but again, you have to have the energy to put in the effort and like the hustle. I need somebody who can hustle. See, that's one of my huge flaws with the people that have tried to talk to me on social media is like, I've got a studio I've put in the time and effort from coming to country radio to what I've done now. Uh, and you get folks. It's like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, okay, that's great. I'm down for it. What's your game plan? And you ask them their fucking game plan and they're like, I want to do this. (laughs) That's fine that you want to do that. But how are we going to get there? (laughs) But what the fuck's your game plan? Yeah. How are you going to do it? Yeah, you have to be able to hustle. Yeah, like it's not just gonna get handed to you. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I ended up having to be ugly to somebody a couple months ago. Um, I don't even know if I told you this. Like this was before, like you did the first show. Like this girl really thought, and she was good looking woman. Like she really thought that she was gonna make enough money off of doing. I've never done one of these. I don't, and I'm not knocking. Anybody who has done one, because I don't know if you've done one of these. I don't know who's done one of these. Like, uh, what do they call it? The battles or whatever on TikTok or whatever. I don't even know what they're. I've done an. I've done charity battles. I don't. I'm uh, not a regular battler. Uh, okay, I don't know what they are. I, I honestly, I don't even know what the fuck they are. I somebody told me like it's people going back and forth. Whoever gets the most likes gets some fucking money or something. I don't. I don't. They're I don't strange. understand. It's some kind of game. Okay. I okay. Think. Anyway, this girl thought she was going to make enough money off of doing this that it was going to be her career for the next couple of years. And that's what she was telling me at the time. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I had to explain to her, I was like, you realize this could go to way like you literally could lose all this shit tomorrow. Yeah. Social media is not guaranteed. And it's like, no, what's your game plan? Like, it's okay that if you want to, you know, first, I hate the word influencer. I hate the word creator. I hate a lot of this stuff. If what you do, Michelle, you're very good at what you do. You're just like Dimps. You're just like Kelsey. You've got that that certain like it factor to where you'll be able to be good at what you do, regardless of social. Like if TikTok goes away tomorrow, somebody's gonna like notice you and be like, "You're good for marketing." That's what people. That's why I own a business and yeah. I like still hustle day in and day out. Yeah, and invest it, all my money. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed to fucking do. Tomorrow, if this shit goes away, my show's gonna be good. The worst thing that's going to happen to me is I might have to pull a couple hours at fucking a radio station. Like I still have my show. Might have to do some more marketing. I don't want to fucking do, but that's it. Like I still get to do what the fuck I want to do. Right. Right. I mean, nothing changes in my life and your life and Dempsey's life and Kelsey, like several people's life that's been on the show. And like having to explain that to people is hard. Like you can't post girls shaking their asses thirst traps or whatever and think that that's just going to be a career you can't just battle people or whatever and think that that's going to be a career this is a this is a trend this is a fad this is going to be something that is going to go away this is a marketing tool you just like several folks have made the fucking most out of it that is why i fuck with you that is why i like you because you're smart you're not a fucking moron and there are too many people that I've had to explain the opposite. That's why nobody fucks with me. The people that end up liking me that like when you message me tonight and say you would do the show, there was like probably 30 people that had seen that tonight that had done the show before that I know they ain't fucking doing nothing tonight, but they see the stuff that I say about other fucking people. And they're like, I don't want to do the show with him again, <laughs> but they see the shit I say. And they know they know what is gonna happen the second the TikTok and shit goes away. They they know what's gonna happen. You're gonna be fine because you're a business owner, mm-hmm. and a couple more people that I have named are gonna be fine because they have you know they squirreled their nuts away, like and they have they like they plan for the next thing and they're gonna be good at what they do because they've got that marketing fucking thing behind them. Right. If I'm a business, I'm tying my fucking horses to people like you. Like, that's the next fucking thing. And people just don't get that shit. And having to, like, hurt people's feelings and tell them they don't like that shit. They don't like it. And that girl got mad as fuck at me and was like, you don't understand how much money you can make off this shit. I don't because I'm not fixing to fucking spend my time on it. I'm going to help the charities that I work with. I'm going to help the organizations I work with. I'm going to build my name and my brand the way that I've done for the past several years and keep getting associated with the artists and the businesses that I'm associated with. Now, I might not make a whole lot of money right now, but in five years from now, I'll be fucking set. Exactly. And if, or like for the people who do want to make it a career, great. But save your money. Like my accountant, he looks at me, he's he's looking at the numbers and he goes, 
as long as you're not living like a rock star, you're good. He's like, if you just, you know, keep your head down and have that business owner mentality, you'll be fine. And so save it, save it all, invest it, save it, do all the things. You will be, you'll, you'll definitely be fine. You'll definitely be fine. Oh yeah. I know I'm good. I just like, I worry about other people. Uh, I do too. I get, uh, I get, I'm worried. I'm just going to start like handing out my financial advisor's number to everybody. I'm just going to DM it to everybody and be like, everybody people not to be fucking stupid. (laughs) That's all you gotta do. Tell, especially the men, especially I want to kick most of the men in the ass. I want to kick most of the men in the ass and I just want to, I, I'm, I feel like I'm the grandpa though. Like that, that's what I feel like. I feel like even though I'm not the oldest, I feel like I am like from everything that I've been through the past six years. Yeah. I feel like I am the one that needs to be like, Hey, look, son, <laughs> don't overdo it. If you got a good woman, pay her attention Ignore the rest of them. You can't have your cake and eat eat it too. Like, put your money back. Don't do the stupid shit you ain't supposed to do. If this is going to be your career, start building it towards the next thing. Like you can use it as a stepping stone. Yes, this all this is is a fucking marketing tool. This is nothing more than a marketing tool for yourself. If you're not putting out T-shirts, if you're not putting out your own, you know. There are certain guys I've seen on here that they don't even realize they have a good voice, not for singing, but for iHeartRadio. Or radio, yeah. Yeah, for something like that. Like, understand what you have. You're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. But the bad thing about these guys, and some women too, like I'm not just going to single out guys here. I shouldn't say that. Is they're going to get lazy because they're not going to want to work for it because – the bad thing with TikTok is they were given views and they were given money very easily to where it makes you lazy to where you don't want to fucking earn what you got. Like I'm sour and I'm salty about a bunch of people because the reason I'm sitting in my fucking studio right now is because I had to earn what the fuck I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also the reason why I ain't going to go to a fucking go away tomorrow and this is going to make me sound like a conceited asshole is because i earned what the fuck i got like i had to work hard for it that's also why like i get on people's ass like some of the musicians and stuff on there and like you can't just you have to pay your dues regardless of what you do in life you have to pay your fucking dues you can't post one thing and expect to be a number one like right. regardless of what industry that you are in, you can't. And if anybody's listening to this, you want any fucking advice from anybody. I had a number one show in the state of Georgia on radio and Miss Michelle has just fucking been killing it too. You have to earn what the fuck you got. This is not the end of the line. If you think that what you're doing right now is good enough, it is not. This shit is liable to be gone in a year. Go ahead and look for the next fucking thing. 
you just have to be, you have to be ready for anything. And like, but, but you're right. You do have to pay your dues in anything that you do. Like when I started my own business, like I was divorced. I was a single mom. I woke up the next day after I left my job and I was like, holy shit. Like if I don't hustle, I I have to pay my mortgage next month. And I have two kids I have to feed like, and I chose that. I chose that life. And I was like, okay, I'm in this position, but because of that, because I chose to put myself in such a scary position, I was like, failure is not an option. And when people ask like, Hey, if I'm starting a business, what's the best advice? I said, failure is not in your vocabulary. Like when people are like, Oh, are you like during the pandemic? Oh, are you worried? I'm like, why I get up and work every day. If you get up and work, you're, you're not going to fail. You're going to just believe that like there were, there were slow times when I first started my business and I was like, shit, my mortgage is coming up and I have a couple hundred bucks in my bank account. What am I going to do? I picked up furniture on the side of the road. My kids and I sanded it down. I primed it, painted it, sold it at some shops. Like over the weekend, I was painting dressers like nobody's business in 90 degree weather in fucking July. Cause I'm like. I have a mortgage payment I have to make and you just make it happen when you but I also was not about to go like swallow my pride and like go work for somebody else again. I'm like, I'm still going to, I'm still going to work for myself no matter what it is, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's probably right there. Why I love you. And that's how we'll end the show right there because me and you are the same on that one. It's when you figure out that you are the one that has to provide your family and yourself with food on the table with the lights being on. It makes you work harder and it makes you understand what that fucking dollar means more than anything. It, oh, yeah. ma- it makes you just have something. It, it lights a fire in your ass that you can't get nowhere else. And that's, I didn't, it it's makes you stressful as fuck. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> but, it, it but, does. It, but it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It, it's, it's a whole different type of, and when people see it in each other, it's a different kind of respect. Like it's, I dig that about you probably more than anything else. Like you just get it. It's when you put all your chips on the table and you gamble on yourself, because mm-hmm. that's what, that's what I did with me. That's what you did with you. And you say, I'm going all in on me because I know that I can do what I want to do better than anybody else can. Right. I'm going to make this work and I'm going to make it work for me and my children. Mm-hmm. It's fucking the best thing ever when it actually pays off. And I think both of us are doing a very good job of it. Yes. And uh, I'm very proud of you. And I love having you on the show, Michelle. And you're such a fucking badass. And you need to talk to Leah and her cheese headed ass. And, uh, <laughs> and we got to have y'all whenever we do our uh, vacay. If y'all can make it, I think y'all would be the best fucking addition to our vacay. All right, let's go. Fuck it. Yeah. So fun. Studio. Yeah. Cool. All right, darling. Well, you have a good rest of your night. Thank you for coming to hang out for a little bit. And uh, thank you. Anytime you want to join, all you gotta do is let me know, darling. All right. Thank all right. you. All right. Well, you have a good night, and thank y'all for listening to uh, the Josh Terry podcast. We will catch y'all next time. <laughs>